Recently, my son challenged me to pick more creative locations for my midweek refreshers. So here we are, I'm sitting in my stairwell, but there's a meaning to it, okay? Um, about a month or so ago, uh, I said something mean to my nine-year-old, and you know, in an effort to show her a little bit of support and you know, to, to illustrate that I'm a sinner just like she is, I put myself in timeout. You know, I wanted to teach her that I'm not, um, I'm not free from consequences either. So I sat in timeout, she actually joined me. So I'm sitting here, because this is where we do timeout, and I am coming to you live from timeout at the Dunn's house. I'm sitting in timeout because this is what I want to talk about today. I, uh, I was praying about what I wanted to say and I just was thinking, man, I am just not in a good mood. I, am, I haven't been in a good mood for a while. I'm, I'm kind of frustrated about several things in life. Um, I'm a little bit sad about some things, if I had to be honest. I'm, I'm a little bit angry about some things. I'm just disappointed um, with some of my, my, like, just whatever, my behavior or whatever. And I just feel like I've been wallowing a little bit. And, and I've basically just been putting myself in timeout, like in life. I've just been beating myself up. And so I thought, you know what, rather than just try to come up with something and put a good face on, I'm just going to be honest. I'm literally in timeout and I'm also emotionally in timeout. And that's what I want to talk to you about. Maybe you're there too. Maybe you're punishing yourself, beating yourself up. Maybe you're in spiritual timeout or worse. Um, and you know, what does the Bible have to say about that? Cause it's really easy to, to read the Bible when things are going well, but it's hard to like apply this stuff when, when life is tough. Like for instance, I was writing in my journal today and I was like, I am just I am just focused on all the negatives and the, you know, the Bible says focus on the good, but that is so hard. Like what I want to do is focus on the negatives, like what I want to do. I want to wallow. So the Bible just calls us sometimes or all the time to stuff that's not easy. So this isn't easy, but listen, the message for today is maybe you need to give yourself a break. I was praying and I was like, God, what can I say to people? I'm in such a foul mood. I'm so frustrated. And I felt the Lord just say to me, you just need to give yourself a break. Like, what is the expectation of perfection that you need to achieve so that you can feel good about yourself? And what ridiculous, like, um, belief is that of yours that you think you can attain that? You know, the scripture is really clear. I want to read this to you from Romans. Two places in Romans it says, uh, no one is righteous, no, not one, and we all all have fallen short of the glory of God. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. And I want to read this to you because this will help you, I hope. Romans 7, Paul's writing, he's talking about this. And he says, so I find this law at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. And he's saying, I want to do good, but there's always this other side of me where I make mistakes, where I lose self-control, where I say that thing. You know, you're in that situation and you have that thing that you know you could say that would be that zinger that would put that person down. You know, I shouldn't say it, I shouldn't say it. Boom, you say it. I want to do good. But evil is just right there with me. In my inner being, I delight in God's law. Like my best self, my best picture of myself, I'm, I'm great. But I see another law at work in the members of my body waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin. He's like, man, I'm just in this constant struggle. So what am I going to do? He says, what a wretched man am I? Who will rescue me from this body of death? And he goes on to say, praise God that Jesus has answered this. There is therefore no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus because Christ Jesus has set us free. And I hear that and I think, really? Is there no condemnation? And that's what I want you to hear. Paul is so brave in sharing this and in saying, we, uh, you know, even he, the leader of the church at that time, right? He's got this like two things going on inside of his heart and his mind. He's got this, I want to do good, but evil's there. I'm making mistakes. I'm not living up to my best version of myself. I'm not living up to who God's called me to be. I keep, I keep dropping the ball. I keep hurting people. I keep making the same mistake. And yet 
There is no condemnation because it was never about me in the first place. Because it was always about me coming to the mercy of the cross and saying, God, I need you. God, I receive your forgiveness again. God, I receive your forgiveness again. God, I receive your mercy that's new every day. And so maybe you need to hear that today. Maybe you're in a place similar to me where you're just not doing well. And you need to give yourself a break. You need to just say, okay, I didn't do that well. I failed in this area. I let that person down. I let myself down. But I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm not going to stay in timeout. I'm not going to make the second mistake of beating myself up more. I am going to receive forgiveness and peace from my Savior who loves me no matter what. No matter what. That's my encouragement for you today. Listen, you got to make it this Sunday. We're going to be talking about a really interesting, powerful, and also difficult topic, the problem of evil and suffering. So if you know friends for whom that's been an obstacle in their pursuit of God and faith, please invite them, and we can't wait to see you there.